Welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. A second scripture lesson from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 35, verses 1 to 10. Again, I invite you to listen for the word of the Lord. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and shouting. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be opened. Then the lamb shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I titled this sermon, The Holy Highway. And when I came up with this title, I wasn't thinking of 285. <laughs> you might call that the unholy highway or the parking lot that surrounds the city of Atlanta. 285, 75, 85, Powder Springs, Whitlock, even Church Street can become wastelands of frustrated people trying to get somewhere fast, yet hardly moving anywhere at all. That's why traffic is frustrating. When people are stuck in traffic, they have some place to get to and can't get there. But the worst thing are people who have given up on getting there. We leave work to get home. Sometimes in between is traffic, which is frustrating, but the worst thing is having a home you're in no hurry to get to. 
In the same way, we graduate to get to a career. In between, maybe we hit traffic, a dead-end job, and a stint with mom and dad, which can be frustrating, yet people get stuck in those in-between places. Some even give up on getting where they once set off for. Shawshank Redemption is a movie about that. Maybe you've seen that movie. I've seen it like 200 times. There's a man in that movie called Red who becomes a, a man who can get things from the outside in the world of prison. He can get things like posters or cigarettes and he takes pride in his status in the prison and gives up on ever getting paroled. Another raises an orphan crow inside. He's released after 40 years of living behind bars. Once he's out, he fantasizes of committing a crime so that he can get arrested and go back to prison, which has become one of the only places he feels safe. Because the main character never stops working for freedom unlike them, he never completely settles in as these others have. He keeps his hopes up, which can kill you because his hopes are dashed again and again. His closest friend, Red, encourages him to give up on trying and to accept that his life isn't going to get any better because he's stuck in prison. But what happens to people who give up on trying to get out? There is something worse than traffic. When people are stuck in traffic, they are frustrated because they have some place to go. The worst thing is when we give up on getting there, which is an easy thing to do. It happens to all of us. Every couple fights, so the marriage counselors, they give us advice. They tell us to not let an argument go until the next day. Don't you go to sleep during an argument. Work it out right then. Why? because you can hit pause on an argument and leave it unresolved. Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there is not a fight or a resolution. It's just quiet awkwardness. Some people can't stand that kind of ambiguity. They want a relationship that's going somewhere. One such woman who felt her long-term boyfriend was taking too long to pop the question finally said, either do something or get off the pot. That wasn't very romantic, but it was honest. Others who find themselves in between place, in that in-between place, just try to make the best of it. So I have a a memory of a traffic jam on the connector where a man got out of his car, took a charcoal grill out of his trunk, and started making cheeseburgers on the interstate. If you're stuck somewhere, why not make the best of it? Why not do as the prophet Jeremiah said? Seek the welfare of the city, whatever city you find yourself in. Only we weren't meant to stay in between forever. We are destined for a homeland. We were not.
not created to spend our lives in exile. We can't put down roots in the middle, mediocre, neither good nor bad, because we are destined for joy. We were created for more. We have a reason to hope. So don't stop moving. Don't stop looking. Don't stop trying. Don't stop caring. Don't stop hoping for better until you've made it to better. For sooner or later, the barriers are going to calm down. And when they do, you need to be ready to go. That's the promise of Scripture. That the barriers which keep us frustrated are coming down. You remember how John the Baptist said it. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked shall become straight, and the rough ways made smooth. The barriers that we hit on the way to something better will be knocked down. One day, the disappointments that have sapped our hope will evaporate. Soon and very soon, the desert waste we are stuck in will blossom and bloom to become the holy highway to the place we are destined to be. That's the message of our second scripture lesson from the book of Isaiah. Like so much of the Bible, the prophet points us back to the desert, which in Scripture is the main in-between place where people get stuck. The Israelites wandered around the desert for 40 years after leaving slavery in Egypt. Yet think about this. They never stopped calling themselves Israelites. There are people who live their entire existence in the desert. We call them Bedouins or nomads. Surely 40 years of wandering in the desert would have qualified them as nomads. I know that you have to live in Marietta for three generations to consider yourself a native, but the desert isn't, isn't like that. 40 years in the desert is enough time to consider yourself a resident, a nomad, a Bedouin, not an Israelite. Israelite refers to a place on the other side. Israelite refers to Israel. And so from Scripture, we know that they never got so used to the desert that they forgot about the promised land. Have you forgotten about the promised land? Maybe you say, I haven't, or how could I? But if a man will pull out a charcoal grill after an hour in traffic to start making burgers on the interstate, we will all get used to heartbreak and will give up on love. We will all get used to isolation and will give up on community. We will all get used to wasting time and will give up on living with a purpose. Therefore, we must not get used to the pain and start trying to just manage our expectations. We can't settle for the in-between any more than we can take up residency in a traffic jam. 
Soon and very soon, the traffic jam will become the holy highway. That's the promise. No more roadblocks. No more red tape. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. The burning sand will become a pool. The redeemed shall walk there and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads as they walk to Zion. This is the holy highway. The peach pass to joy. That's what's coming. So don't settle in if you are not now where you want to be. My dad is getting closer and closer to retirement. He's spending a lot of time playing pickleball. So last week, our girls bought their grandfather a coffee mug that says, this mug contains the tears of my pickleball opponents. <laughs> That's a perfect gift for my dad. But my father was not born to play pickleball. My father was born for joy. You were born for joy. And the Son of God who bridges heaven and earth will be born in a manger and he will lead us by the hand down the holy highway from where we are now to where we are destined to be. That's the promise. And it's the promise whether we are on the way from work to home graduation to living our life's purpose, from isolation to community, or from life to death. Back in Tennessee, I went to visit a woman named Mrs. Cottom. Mrs. Cottom was in hospice. I went to visit her and I asked her if she was afraid. She said, I'm not afraid of death. She said, it's what happens between here and there that I'm so afraid of. That in-between is always scary, but don't settle in and don't be afraid. This Advent, may all prayer be like that of the great Episcopal priest Thomas Merton, who was bold to pray, my Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end. Yet I do know this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Do not fear, my friends, for he is with us, walking beside us on the holy highway from where we are now to joy. Hallelujah. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia, or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.